when you lose your two starting offensive tackles on the opening series, what's going through your mind? Do you, I mean, do you stop right there and say, do I need to sequence things differently? Do I need to call it differently? Do I, I, I have to just go through the same way or, or what's the process with that? Yep. Uh, obviously something you gotta be, uh, aware of moving forward. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, you don't want to see Zach and uh, Cam both go down. Uh, obviously something you have to be conscious of and monitor throughout the rest of the game. And also getting to that, uh, the, the fourth and one call, uh, late in the, in the second quarter, mm -hmm. what, what, what was the call there? What were you looking for? What did you get? And, and just what was the, the rationale for, uh, throwing on that play rather than running in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt like I had a good opportunity on the outside, one-on-one -on -one opportunities. Felt good about our perimeter. Uh, just to get get a completion, get a first down, and uh, move on. Obviously, uh, look at it again. Maybe, maybe run the ball. Obviously, that's your other opportunity there. Uh, it's certainly a uh, uh, end up being you know really really within a yard, and so uh, certainly had an opportunity potentially to run the ball there. Did you guys feel you were limited because of, of um, you know, loss of Zach and, and, and Cam that you, you had to do some things to trick them up? Um, I think it's just something, you, obviously, yeah, you got to be aware of it. Um, you know, I mean, they got five first-round picks up front. <laughs> so they, they obviously got a lot of talent invested in, in that group. And uh, certainly, yeah, you want to do your best not to um, give them momentum with, with regards to that, getting into, you know, long drawn out uh, play action passes uh, just because of, you know, the, the talent they have up front and rightfully so. And so, uh, you know, I felt like we still, still had some opportunities in there and uh, just weren't able to, uh, you know, sustain drives, finish drives and uh, execute. Uh, I know you're, you're not part of the special teams, but on the, on the, on the fake punt, I don't know if you were part of the coaching of CD lamb. I'm not CD lamb, but Cedric Wilson, is, is that a tough decision for him to make as a receiver, trying to decide, you know, can I make this throw to this receiver and or, or to this wide open guy and having a guy on the edge, you know, coming at him? You know, is, how tough is that for for a receiver to have to make that call? Yeah, obviously those are challenging situations because those aren't situations they live every day. Uh, I, I haven't seen the. Uh, I would be a bad judge on the uh, fake punt just because I haven't seen the the full clip. Uh, obviously, kind of glanced at it from uh, the big screen uh, during the game. But, uh, you know, CD had one, had one, obviously, when we called ours uh, on the offensive side. And, uh, you know, it's a challenging thing. You know, that they have an opportunity potentially to throw it away. But, you know, obviously, you want to give those guys an opportunity to potentially make a play like CD. Uh, if he gets the ball in space, he still, you know, turn into a uh, essentially a reverse for you there. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, he's got, you know, those are all part of – there's risks with everything. And, uh yeah, you got to give yourself an opportunity at times to, to call a couple of those and see what happens. Kellen, you've been with this team longer than most of the coaching staff. Um, can you talk us through how difficult it was losing Marcus this week and some of your experiences with him? Yeah, uh, yeah obviously a challenging uh, situation for for everyone. Um, Marcus is a awesome person, uh, first and foremost, that uh, – I think it was just a uh, inspiration for all of us. Just the, uh, you know, he was a positive, encouraging guy who wanted the best out of everyone, and uh, you know, I think uh, you know certainly had an impact on on this place and will for a long, long time.
as a coach, what's the key for you balancing your players' mental health and trying to be supportive for them while also making sure everyone's ready to go game time? Yeah, biggest biggest challenge for everyone this week. Uh, not easy. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's – uh, yeah, it is. It is what it is, and uh, it's probably not a great way of saying it. But uh, you know, it, it was a challenge for everyone. And obviously, uh, you know, from uh, the emotional standpoint, from the preparation standpoint of for a football game, uh, yeah, obviously it was a challenge. I think, uh, you know, some uh, hopefully, you know, guys got a little tighter. Uh, I think you you had a little bit of a reality check of perspective on life, and uh, you know, I think. Uh, Hopefully, uh, something positive can come out of it. Just from the standpoint of, uh, you know, recognizing where time is and in this uh, in this whole thing, uh, you never know how much time. And uh, hopefully, you take advantage of opportunities and you know take care of each other and help each other and support each other. I don't know how to transition the football off that, Kellen. But when you look at offensive football. How is red zone at the top of the list? Third down, more important. What, what? How do you? What would you put that in? And what would you put the issues on the red zone yesterday on? Yes, it's it's situational football. Uh, obviously, first of all, I, I feel like I didn't I didn't call a good game of situational football. Uh, obviously, that's that's my perspective. Uh, but obviously, yeah, short yards, third down, red zone. We got we got those are situational ball. First, second down is what it is. You want to do your best. Yeah, yeah. We always talk about it. if you want to be a good. Good team, just take care of first and second down. But inevitably, those situations will come up, and uh, we just got we just got to find a way to uh, you know finish drives. And you know, I'll drive myself crazy like uh, like it's, <laughs> it kind of is when uh, when things don't go well. Uh, you know, plenty of uh, situations you can you can replay a million times and uh, potentially look at you know other alternatives or you know whether whether you leave the call on or maybe you got to look look for something else so uh you just go through all that process this time and uh hopefully we can uh we can grow from it and um you know find find some uh opportunities to get better and improve this might be too elementary but are are you a lot like the us or the or, or fans when a play doesn't work you say well i should have done the exact opposite of that or or do you stick with your reasoning as the, no, the call was good, the execution was poor. How do you work through the emotions of thinking the plan is good, but the play didn't work out? Yeah, uh, I think you go through both. Uh, it's probably, a, you know, uh, you know, similar to the stages of grief, there's uh, there's two stages where you feel like, you know, that was a stupid play call. Uh, should have maybe gone to something else. Maybe, you know, because a lot of times you're looking at, you know, maybe two calls that you're trying to make a decision on rather quickly and in a few seconds. And, uh, you know, sometimes you look at, okay, maybe we maybe could have gone with the other one. Then maybe you think, hey, you know, still gave us an opportunity. We still had another down after it or whatever the circumstance may be. Uh, I think obviously, you know, I think the biggest challenge is not to, uh, you know, relive it 500 million times and, uh, you know, it is what it is, and there's more opportunities throughout that game to, uh, you know, ha- have have some uh, some plays go our way, and uh, you, just, you just continue to hopefully grow from them, go go through that process, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll learn and uh, find a way. Kellen, you all have had such trouble with developing consistency in the running game, and that's something that this uh, organization's leaned on for quite a while. 
Where do you put number one on the list of that issue? Would you say it's the offensive line or, or maybe those early games where you got behind? How do you assess that? Yeah, I, th- I think it's hard to. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think you pin it down to one thing. Um, you know, circumstances of the games obviously uh, was a great example. Uh, just not being able to get ru- rush attempts. You know, certainly early in the season when we had a couple of those goofy games. Uh, yeah, obviously the, the personnel has been. Uh, you know, there's there's just a lot of things. You know, obviously personnel has evolved. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think there's moments where we get that thing going and we build some momentum. And I think, you know, you got to build on that and you got to focus on that and, uh, you know, continue to look at the other things where, Hey, we can get a little better here, a little better there. Uh, but hopefully find those moments of optimism, uh, hopefully grow with those, develop those, build off those. And, uh, you know, we can, we can get that run game going more consistently. Andy's getting settled back in now for a couple of games after the absence. How would you assess the way he played yesterday and uh, the opportunity he gives you guys to win going forward? Yeah, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, Andy executed, obviously. Uh, you know, we, we, we all want more points on the board, but, uh, you know, I thought he uh, executed. Obviously, it's unfortunate for the interception at the end. Uh, the guy makes a phenomenal play, and he gets stuck with that, that interception on, on the uh, – you know the, the stat sheet, which is which is a frustrating one. I think you know certainly for for Andy because uh, yeah, I think he thought he was executing. He, he's getting completions. It's kind of how we had to play that thing. Uh, get as many completions as we could. Keep moving the ball downfield, and uh, you know um, coming back from uh, not being able to play for not really being really able to do a whole lot for about almost three weeks there. Uh, you know the last two weeks, I think he's he's certainly given us an opportunity to uh, to win these games and put us in position. Kellen, when, when you get to those third and shorts and fourth and ones, why not look at Zeke Elliott a little bit more in, in some of those situations yesterday? What's that? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, when you get into a third and short and a fourth and inches and those kinds of things, especially yesterday, why not look at Zeke Elliott a little bit more in those situations? Oh, yeah. No, I think it's it's absolutely fair. Uh, it's certainly something, uh, you know, you, you watch and relive it a million times. And, uh Game happens fast, and sometimes uh, you know maybe may an opportunity to give him a couple more uh, in those situations, and uh, you know try and grind out a yard or two. Uh, CD, how would you assess how he played uh, against Washington yesterday? Did he get a lot more attention than normal, or when you look at the tape? Yeah, I thought, I thought he played fine. He, you know, he battled like all these guys. Uh, you know, we had had an opportunity here and there where uh, they would like the outcome to be a little bit different, but. Uh, you know, we just got to keep keep fighting, keep battling. Uh, appreciate the heck out of him. I think he's a tremendous player, and he's uh, going to be a good cowboy for a really long time. Ellen, obviously what happened on Tuesday morning was deeply difficult for everyone in the organization. How did you process it from the time of, like, how did you hear what had happened to Marcus? How did you become aware of it? And just from, from that point forward over the course of the day, how did you kind of go through processing it? Yeah, um, yeah, we were just up in the offices. We were about ready to start meetings, and uh, Mike was actually in here, uh, Coach McCarthy. We were talking over some stuff, and then uh, word word came up this way to you know something was going on, and so uh, obviously this process really really there's a lot of unknown. I think for a couple hours for guys, and so uh, you know, that's the scary part of it. There's just a lot of unknown, and then 
once Mike made the decision, you know, once I think there's a little bit of understanding the circumstances, I think, uh, you know, I, I think Mike obviously made the right decision to tell everyone, you know, wherever you need to be, you know, go be with family and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I think it's just, uh, it's one of those things, uh, we go home, you know, the hugs are a little bit tighter with the, the wife and kids and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, you appreciate those things. And, uh, you know, I, I think guys, obviously, I think handled the best we could and, uh, you know, continue to, uh, you know, handle also the short week of it. So, you know, there, there, it was a balancing act for sure for all of us. Mental health is such a important component in general, but I think with the pandemic and social distancing, I think everyone's been reminded about that with what happened with Marcus, with the holidays, with everything that has come with this being a difficult year. How do you make sure that mental health is a priority for you, for your fellow coaches, for your players? Um, what does it look like to make sure that everyone's taking care of themselves in that way this uh, right now? Yeah, uh, 2020 uh, is what it is. It's a, a crazy year. Uh, there's a million different things. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of challenges, uh, you know, but uh, I think uh, I think just the support this uh, organization has for everyone, the, uh, the bonds that this team's forming in some unique circumstances, like you said, where you can't be as close maybe as you want to. You can't spend as much time together as you want to. Uh, new staff, you know, very much, a lot of new players, and so uh, – I think we've been doing doing our best to you know grow those bonds together and uh, and support each other and I think this organization has you know a lot of resources obviously and support for guys and uh, I think certainly that that helps helps where we are. Thanks, Kellen, for your time. We appreciate it. All right. Thank Thanks, Kellen. Thanks, Kellen. Thank you. All right, and we should have Mike Nolan calling in right now as well.